Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Having some issues, the Super Bowl champs, the reigning kings of the NFL. Yeah. What happened? Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we breathe easy, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the diarrhea as we have verbal diarrhea all night long. Really seven, eight days a week. Uh, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. As we are back at it again, a new week is upon us. Now, normally, in the past, this is a week I would not be here. But uh, here I am, uh, at least for a few more shows until we close out the year. Uh, so I'll be here most of the week, bloviating the night away. And then I will leave you and for the rest of the year. But our lead this hour comes from Tampa. 
And Tom Brady, the highfalutin Buccaneers, hosting Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill's on the headline? Well, it was Alvin Kamara. Who are we kidding here? Alvin Kamara's a star. And the Saints, Norlands, without Sean Payton. He's gone with the COVID. Uh, Mike, he wasn't coaching. Mike Tarico in for Al Michaels, hanging back out in Brentwood there, enjoying the weekend off. And Chris Collinsworth, they had the call there on NBC primetime Sunday night football. Did you watch? Uh, maybe not. Well, you didn't really miss much, at least much exciting in terms of offense. It was all about defense. Cam Jordan with not one but two sacks, three quarterback hits, five tackles, a forced TB12 fumble in a crucial situation late in the game and a partridge wow. in a pear tree. Wow. Wow, bro. You know it's it's impressive when we're starting with Cam Jordan as the headliner and uh, New Orleans goes marching into the wind column behind its defense. The always exciting 9 nothing shutout. Whee! 9 nothing. Wow! Oh, man, all the pizzazz. Over the Buccaneers, and so with the win, the Saints improved to 7-7, seven and seven, the definition of mediocrity, and with the loss, Tampa drops to 10-4, and four, good buddy, and that is a costly, costly loss for the Buccaneers as we work our way through and navigate our way through this Sunday night game. So let us discuss the better story in the losing locker room, so that is where we will go, and that is where we will stay here. The question. Does Tom Brady get a pass because of all of the players out injured during the game? And that was one of the storylines here, the Buccaneers, the walking wounded, as three key players down for the count. So does Tom Brady get the old pass, the exemption, because of the injuries? And I am shaking my head no. No, 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 no. I've got Bubblegum, MacGyver, and Michelangelo. And we will combine all of these things together, and that will be the foundation of this Maller model. Like Now, to kick off, uh, Tom Brady is not beyond criticism. You can be the greatest quarterback of all time and still deserve to be ripped apart based on a single performance. Both these things can simultaneously be true, and so Brady does deserve criticism. And we're going to give you some real talk. We used to have a caller back in the day called Real Talk, but he's gone now. Uh, there's no need to sugarcoat things. No need to sugarcoat anything. The Saints scoring defense coming in the past month was ranked 17th in the NFL. So even though some of the numbers were pretty good overall for New Orleans on the year, recently this has not been a juggernaut defensively and nothing to post about on social media, and yet the Bucks' offense was completely baffled by the New Orleans front line, and it goes back to Tom Brady. He was not sharp. Tampa needed a razor-edged performance, and instead of that, they got a dull butter knife. Brady, completing less than 55% of his passes, had a paltry 214 yards passing, completing 50, uh, I think his pass rating was 57% was the, uh, the final number. Surprised it wasn't lower than that. And so essentially what Brady was in this game was bubblegum. Uh, he was used and abused like bubblegum, the Saints defense able to chew Brady up and spit him out as Tom Brady having to do the walk of shame 
and the rage, the hissy fit from Tom Brady as he threw down a tablet, blaming the tablet for the lack of gusto, pizzazz for the Buccaneers. Now, furthermore, the TB12 Marching and Chowder Society, they are already running to put up a human shield, a firewall in front of Tom Brady that it's not his fault. Tampa was shorthanded in this game. They didn't have the ammunition. You can't blame Tom Brady. Chris Godwin, out. Looks like he'll be out for a little while. We will know more later. Mike Evans, gone. Leonard Fournette, all knocked out of that game with various injuries. And so it's you can't blame Brady. He was a fish out of water. And he was the carpenter without his tools. Well, that doesn't fly. At least not here. Because if you are the... Goaty McGoat, which Tom Brady is, and nobody can really push back on that, although our friend Rob Parker tries. Tom Brady's the GOAT. He was the MVP front runner coming into this game. This was a night without the key players there. And they started the game. Keep in mind the Buccaneers, the reason the main reason Brady doesn't get a pass is that the start of the game, all those guys were playing, and the Bucs still didn't score. So even when they had all the weapons. Tampa was still not efficient, was not effective. They did have a missed field goal by Suckup. But this was a night Tom Brady needed to be the, the Swiss Army knife, right? MacGyvering. Be MacGyver. Be a, the solution to the Buccaneers' problems on this night was Tom Brady turning to his trusty Swiss Army knife and some duct tape. And instead, the backups were exposed Tom Brady's shortcomings were exposed, and Brady was the king turd of crap mountain for the Buccaneer offense. Disorganized, bewildered, befuddled the Buccaneer offense on this night. Now, listen, the Saints get some credit, but this was more about what the Bucs didn't do than what the Saints did do. And Tom Brady playing like the guy who was drowning near the end of his run with the Patriots. And this reminded me, it's very, very similar, although not, actually worse than he was with the Patriots at the end when they said, well, he doesn't have any playmakers with the Patriots. And uh, Brady just not able to get it done, doing it against a team without its head coach and the opposition quarterback. It's not like Taysom Hill had his defining moments. I beat Tom Brady. Taysom Hill was manhandled by the Tampa defense. He completed less than 50% of his passes for 5.7 yards per attempt. Now, remember, an average NFL quarterback in the modern offensive happy league is at 7 yards per attempt. And Taysom Hill was at 5.7 and had a passer rating below 70. And his claim to fame is the gadget guy. He can win games with his legs. Uh, How'd that go? 11 carries for 33 yards. Average three yards per attempt, so nothing to get all jazzed up about. And then the shocker of shockers, that New Orleans goes into the pirate ship and beats the Buccaneers, and Alvin Kamara, the supersonic torpedo, completely flummoxed in this game. And you know it's 9 nothing, so everyone was flummoxed on offense, but Alvin Kamara had 11 carries for 18 yards. He averaged 1.6 yards per rush attempt. Trash. It was a trash day and a stunner as the Saints end up getting the win. So, all right, last thing here. So with the loss for the Bucs, 
Tom Brady has now lost his lead in the MVP race. Is that true or false? I say that's true. That statement is a fact that Tom Brady is no longer out in front in the MVP race. This thing is wide open. Now, what's my evidence? Now, you combine this performance with the last five performances by Tom Brady, even though he was in the lead for the MVP, Tom Brady's numbers are lackluster. Over the last month and a half, TB12 is completing about 67% of his passes, which is really good. Averaging, though, 6.5 yards per attempt, 11 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. The last month and a half, Tom Brady's passer rating is below 90. He's putting up your typical Jared Goff stat line. That's your MVP? Come on. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP frontrunner. But he's got a problem. He's got a big problem, okay? And we're going to talk more about the Packers later. But the big problem for Aaron Rodgers is he has to overcome the wokerati in the football media, the people that vote for the MVP award, the wokesters, a lot of them mixed among the football media who are holding a grudge because of the COVID shenanigans. And when Rodgers says, you know, he, when he said back in the day that he was immunized and, and, and people assumed because of that that he was vaccinated and uh, hanging out with Joe Rogan, this upset the mainstream establishment. And they like to hold grudges. So he's got to overcome that, which means Rodgers, to win the MVP award, even though statistically he's out in front, He's got to be way out in front. He's not way, way out in front, and that's the problem. And while Tom Brady, if you look at his recent play here, he has put up the equivalent of a finger painting from a kindergartner over the last six weeks. On the other side of the ledger, Aaron Rodgers has been Michelangelo painting the ceiling of the Sassine Chapel there. Just a masterpiece, right? Aaron Rodgers, the last six weeks, Rodgers, has averaged eight yards per attempt, 15 touchdowns, one interception for the Green Bay Packers. 15 touchdowns, one interception last month and a half, and a a glorious stat line. And what about the running back? Uh, Others are pointing out, if you saw the game on Saturday, the Colts walloped the Patriots. Uh, Final score not indicative of how lopsided that game was, but Jonathan Taylor in that game had 170 yards and a touchdown in the win over the Pats, and so is Jonathan Taylor the MVP frontrunner? And I say no. I've already voted for Aaron Rodgers. And if you are on Team Taylor, that is what's known as wishful thinking. So I am dismissing Jonathan Taylor, and I'll tell you why. Right, Those who vote for the MVP see things with a jaundiced eye. They are very narrow-minded when it comes to the MVP. And if you look at the history of the award, they are predisposed to vote for the top quarterback. And so Taylor's the top running back, but he's not going to sniff first-place votes. He'll get a lot of second place, and he'll you know, finish. The way the voting goes, I could see him finishing in the top five and maybe even the top three, but not as the actual MVP to win the award and take home the hardware. That's going to go to a quarterback. It should go to Aaron Rodgers based on his performance right now, which will also torpedo the Packers based on, if you believe in the jinx of the MVP award in the NFL. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts. But let's get back to the Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champions, and all that mumbo-jumbo as they go down and get shut out. Bruce Arians 
looking completely dazed and confused on the sidelines as the Bucks could not figure out how to move the ball into the end zone. Here's Bruce Arians on what it's like to get pushed around by the Saints. Very disappointing. It's never happened to me. I don't know. I can't remember last time I shut out and uh, or us. And uh, but our kicking game, our kickers let us down also. I mean, this is between the offense and the, and the kicking game. It cost us the game. The defense played good enough to win. Now, Tom Brady and his devilishly handsome looks. Uh, boy, he is a bad loser, which I don't have a problem with. I'm a you know very similar to Tom Brady in that respect. But uh, anyway, here is Tom Brady pointing out that this, that, and the other thing were not on the side of the Bucks. We just didn't execute great, obviously. Just a tough night, so didn't do much anything right. So got to get a lot better. Got to get back to work. There's a lot of football left, and see if we can go get a win next week. Hey, I have noticed it only took me 20 years to have this epiphany. When the Patriots lose and when Tom Brady loses, the answers are pretty much the same. Remember, the Patriots look terrible uh, for most of the game against the Colts over the weekend on Saturday. And what does Bill Belichick come out? He says the same thing after every Patriot loss. We, we've got to coach better. We've got to play better. We didn't coach well. We didn't play well. And Tom Brady, after whatever team, whether it's the Patriots or the Bucs, when his team loses, it's the, it's the same thing. They go right into page three of sportscliche.com, the loser's locker room, uh, and they repeat the same mantra over and over and over again. And uh, so we, we could pull a Tom Brady soundbite. We can go back in the archive at Fox Sports Radio, the, the audio vault, and go back to pick a year. 2008, 2009, even further back than that, and you will hear almost verbatim the same thing coming out of Tom Brady after some random Patriot loss. It's uh, it's the, the the language, the verbiage that is repeated. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get Shorty! They got him! They got him! Welcome in the beginning! Of another hour of the Ben Maller Show, we are together in the air everywhere as we connect the dots, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the chair, the armchair critic seat the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. Early this hour coming from uh, Motown, a stunner out of Detroit. And we expected the game to be close, but did we expect the outcome? No, the Cardinals, one of the top teams record-wise in the NFL, falling on hard times as the season has extended out, taking on the lowly Detroit Lions. See this game at all? Did you watch this game? Probably not. Not many people did, and you might be flipping around, and maybe on the red zone you saw some highlights. But Jared Goff, not one, not two. How about three touchdown passes? 
And someone named Craig Reynolds ran for 112 yards as the Lions overwhelmed the Cardinals in a game that was not close. 30-12 to the final. Detroit improving to 2-11-1. Arizona drops to 10-4 on the season. And you know by now the drill, the better story in the losing locker room. So let us discuss the question. Who deserves the blame for the Cardinals' reversal of fortune? And so we slice up the blame pie now. The biggest part of the blame pie, a uh, large 70%, goes to the itsy-bitsy little quarterback, Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury, the stylish GQ coach, gets 25%. The rest of the team, 5%. So 70%. To the Garden Gnome at quarterback, uh, 25% to the runway model coach, and the other 5% to the rest of the team. Now, my thoughts, you have electromagnetic force field, fingerprints, and upstream. And we will combine all of these things together. Now, A, the Cardinals, for better or worse, are built around Kyler Murray. And when you look at that foundation, knee-high to a grasshopper, it's not shocking that the Cardinals are in the situation they're in. You don't have to be Jay Glazer or Adam Schefter to know what's going on. Just open your eyes. This is an offensive-minded team. Kyler Murray is the center of the universe. That's right, right there, right? The Oompa Loompa, right there in the middle. And uh, Kyler Murray as the... End all, be all. Everything revolves around the skill set of Kyler. And yet again, another opportunity. He was not ready, not prepared in this game. And he gets an F on the Maller report card. Uh, Arizona, in the first half of the game, had five first downs and 84 yards of offense and no points. It was 17-0 Detroit, mollywhopping. The Cardinals, Detroit had 14 first downs and 238 yards of offense in the first half, and then it was mostly garbage time in the second half. And So there is an electromagnetic force field. There's an electromagnetic force field that is tearing apart Kyler Murray. It's called the regular season as it extends out here. Uh, Kyler, we've seen this before. And Kyler Murray uh, unable to handle the rigors, the war of attrition during the regular season. Yet again, he has sucked at a time you cannot suck later in the season. Arizona, who had set themselves up, had moved some things around with a bunch of wins early in the year. They were the pace car in the NFC. And now they have a flat tire. In fact, they've actually lost the entire tire. And it all goes back to alligator arms. There is an invisible barrier around little Kyler Murray. His last four starts, Arizona is 1-3, and and much of that is a direct result of the quarterback wrongdoing by Kyler Murray. The mainstream football media won't point this out. Kyler Murray is a protected interest. They love Kyler. They like the idea of Kyler, the story of Kyler Murray, but they will not point out the shortcomings. Wink, wink. Of Kyler Murray in this last stretch. Now, Kyler was injured during this stretch, but over the last four games he has played, 
Kyler Murray has been a suck bag at quarterback. And if you go to the numbers against the Packers, the Bears, the Rams, and the Lions over the last four games that Kyler has started, he has three touchdowns, five interceptions, and a passer rating below 80. Garbage in, garbage out. Uh, that is the story of Kyler at quarterback, and uh, he's he's your MVP, unless he's not. Again, we already eliminated him from the MVP race after the performance against the Rams, and uh, he made us look good with validation. That was a validation performance by Kyler against the lowly Detroit Lions. Now, part B of this, the GQ model coach, Cliff Kingsbury, the offensive wizard himself there behind the machine in Arizona. A couple weeks ago, the Cardinals were sending out on their propaganda website story after story about how lucky they were to get Cliff Kingsbury, the losing college coach who had figured out the NFL and all that. Well, as the head coach there, the buck stops with him, I guess. Uh, the Cardinals have come apart at the seams, and he's got his fingerprints, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, all over the recent implosion as much as uh, little Kyler does as well. You have to question if Kingsbury has the chops to stop the bleeding. His expertise is not at avoiding the rough patches. Arizona, they started the year 7-0. and Lady Luck was on their side. We pointed this out. We were we were crucified and vilified for pointing out facts. People can't handle the truth. We we pointed out that the Cardinals week two did not play uh, that well against the Vikings, and because the idiot kicker Greg Joseph missed the kick for Minnesota there at the end, a makeable thirty-seven yard field goal wide right. As time expired, Arizona got the win, so they were two and zero. They should have been one and one. Week three. The Cardinals were trailing an Urban Meyer-coached Trevor Lawrence quarterback game in Jacksonville, 19-10, late third quarter. And then Trevor Lawrence decided, you know what, I'm going to take a ride on the Vomit Comet. And uh, he threw a pick six, uh, lost two fumbles to hand the Cardinals an undeserved victory. So you, you do the math on this. You look around, and so the Cardinals were 7-0, and but they had at least two losses and probably three losses in there as well. So you say, well, it really should have been more like three and four. Uh, maybe two, you know, give, give them four wins, three losses. We can play around with the numbers on that, but uh, they had at least a few losses in there. So the fact that they've come back, the regression to the mean is not a fluke. The Rams kicked their ass up and down the field and go, you know what? So did Detroit. 17-0, we mentioned, was the score at halftime. For some perspective, the fact that the Lions won this game by 18 points, it's the first time in the history of pro football that a team with one win or fewer has beaten a team with 10 or more wins by double digits. Phony. Phony! The Cardinals! The house of cards is coming tumbling down, and now you look around. And the Cardinals, they play that upstart Colts team with that power running game. Uh, that's the next game in Arizona. And then at the Cowboys after that. So it is going to take divine intervention to avoid losing the next two games. And then all of a sudden you're 10-6 and six and you're like, oh, wow, wait a minute here. And the Rams are lurking. 
And we'll see what the Rams do later in the week. They play on Tuesday. But the Rams right now, as the opportunist, we told you the possibility a couple weeks ago when the Rams beat Jacksonville that all it took was that upset of the Cardinals and everything shifted around and everything has moved around. And all the trolls of the Rams have gone into hiding and all those front-running Arizona Cardinal supporters, all six of them, have gone into hiding. All right, last word here. So while the Cardinals have fallen on hard times, right, their pocket-sized quarterback, incompetent, the defense also has not been able to make enough impact plays as well. When it rains, it pours, and they get the rest of the blame pie. Overall, the Cardinals, number four in scoring defense, number five in total defense, but Arizona defensively has stumbled against the Packers without core receivers. Remember, that was the COVID game where they didn't have their receiving core and they still were able to win that game. Carolina, in a game started by P.J. Walker and Cam Newton, the rotting carcass of Cam Newton, beat uh, the Cardinals convincingly. The Rams, and I was told by everyone that Matthew Stafford can't beat anyone, that Matthew Stafford's a bum and he outplayed Outplayed the Cardinals quarterback. And now Jared Goff, Ram trash. Jared Goff, who they tossed off to Detroit and sent multiple first-round picks to get rid of Jared Goff. That's how lowly Goff was thought of. And all those players have been able to outperform Kyler Murray. But let's circle back to Kyler in particular. Uh, He is right now swimming upstream against the tide, and there is no lifeguard on duty. We mentioned that Kyler Murray has a passer rating of 78.6 over the last four starts. Where have we seen this before? It is deja vu, and I am not talking about the adult nightclub. Uh, Kyler Murray, how how about last season? Kyler, the last eight games of the regular season, had a passer rating below 90. He was better at the beginning of the year than the end of the year, and we have seen a pattern here. He's only been in the NFL a few years where the fun-sized quarterback does not hold up to the rigors of the NFL season. It's almost like he should be playing second base for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, Who could have guessed that this would become an issue with the NFL season the way it is? And now they've added an extra game to the NFL season. Now, are you old enough to remember when we were being fed a lot of propaganda about Kyler Murray being the MVP. And, oh, he's all world and all that. and We already eliminated Kyler, as we said, from the MVP race after the game against the Rams. Now we can officially turn out the lights. The party's over. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. Hey, hey. Goodbye. I oh, hate to see it. Yo, don't you hate to see it? Actually, not really. Not really. I'm surprised it took this long. I'm surprised it took this long for the implosion, for the the bottom to fall out, the trap door to open up. Uh, Anyway, let's hear from uh, the uh, microscopic uh, itty-bitty guy at quarterback for the Cardinals who says that Arizona was not prepared to play this game. This is the NFL. You know, it's, it's not easy. You know, if you don't come prepared, you don't give respect to, you know, who you're playing. You get beat. You know, hats off to them. In this league, I mean, it doesn't matter if you win one game, 12 games, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not that they're a bad team. You know, they just haven't won those close games. I mean, this league is full of close games. Who wins those close games? We did not come out with enough juice, with enough energy. The effort was there, but we didn't execute. 
That's right there. Kyler Murray being a bad leader, calling out his head coach. That's Kyler Murray trying to get his coach fired. That's what it sounded like to me. Team's not ready. That's on coaching. So Kyler Murray calling out Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach there. Quarterback on coach crime. Palace intrigue as the walls start caving in on the Cardinals. Let's hear more from Small Potatoes here. Kyler Murray, who... Said all that negative stuff, and now he's trying to rationalize the situation. Still 10-4. and four. I'm still first place individual. Like, I mean, this isn't nowhere near what we were last year. And we're not going to allow it to be. Yeah. Oh, you want to bet on that? <laughs> You're losing right now. You are falling apart, Kyler, and there's nothing you can do. Then you are hopeless at this particular point. And just keep telling yourself, oh, everything's going to be okay. Everything's all right. Everything's fine here. The Cardinals are 3-4 and four after that 7-0 start. The last almost eight games, now seven games, actually eight weeks because they have the bye week in there, they have a losing record, a losing record. And the Colts, Cowboys, and Seahawks to close out the regular season. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. That's here from the GQ coach, Cliff Kingsbury, the man that gives his team nice juice breaks and cell phone breaks. And uh, here's uh, Cliff Kingsbury here who, uh, who I guess he's angry. Let's see. Let's hear angry-voiced Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously pissed to come out and play like that. That's not who we want to be or what we want to be. But I got to tell my hat to Detroit. I thought they had a tremendous plan. Like I said, they outcoached us, outplayed us, and we got to be better as he does a pirouette on the catwalk. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury there. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, it's wonderful. Game, game could not uh, have, uh, have been better uh, to enjoy watching the demise of the Cardinals. It was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Loop. So a couple days ago, Mark Davis spoke about the Raiders game being rescheduled, and he said that he thinks that it put the Raiders at a competitive disadvantage, uh, not only because they were prepping for a short week, and now they will face, but now they will face a short week against the Broncos, uh, their division rivals, next week. He then said that letting the Raiders host the Browns would have made it fair. Ben, do you agree with him? No, the NFL should have just had the Browns forfeit the game. They made this whole big production before the season. We talked about it. No rescheduling because uh, of COVID. So just have the Browns. And, and unfortunately, the Rams would have had to forfeit uh, their game with Seattle. But that's what the NFL had said. Mark Davis trying to get an extra home game. Yeah, this would be good for the finances. But the Raiders, I think, I believe, have a losing record at home. So it wouldn't have mattered in terms of competitive bounce. Next. 
So Buck Showalter was named manager of the Mets over the weekend. Uh, Showalter has made it to the playoffs with three different organizations. Now, Ben, we don't have many details about the deal, but uh, would you bet on the Mets being Showalter's fourth organization? Yeah, I think the Mets will make the playoffs. Buck Showalter has a track record of success. Uh, the problem for the Mets is in the playoffs. His teams have chronically underachieved. He's got a less than 400 winning percentage in the postseason. Uh, and, and we'll also see how his old-school DNA deals with the softer, modern player. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, he, these guys today will call him tyrannical. Old, he's old school. Next! Well, Ben, unfortunately, that's all I have for you today. It's that's Mallard, it? Mallard to the second degree. Mallard to the second degree. Yes, all uh, right. you know, there things, you things, things broke, and we found out the answer to Oh, okay, there you go. So Mallard to my third question. the second degree, and uh, <laughs> I can talk more about Buck Showalter if you want. I, I was supposed to get him on my podcast if he didn't get the Mets job, but he got the Mets job, so I don't think I'll ever talk to Buck Showalter on my podcast, unfortunately, but uh, there you go. We just wait until he starts throwing down the – the wood on the Mets, and then they'll start whining and complaining to the tabloids in New York. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line Unscreened Radio. This is the opportunity we give back. You give back. Someone in the world of sports who needs the advice, the wisdom, the knowledge that only the overnight sports talk radio consumer listening live can provide. And we leave a little bit of time. We open up the phone lines. The safety net is off. We are trained professionals. Do not attempt this at home. And with wild abandon, we welcome in the random people that call the show and it will thunder in and rain down advice. And who needs our advice this week? Well, we could have gone with Tom Brady. Brady had a hissy fit. The Buccaneers shut out. First time Brady's been shut out in 15 years. He's lost four straight regular season games to the Saints. But no, we're not going down Tom Brady Avenue. We could have gone with John Harbaugh. I'm going to do a rant about John Harbaugh next hour, the Ravens coach, but no. The one that needs the advice from the nosebleed section would be none other than the littlest guy on the field, little alligator arms, Kyler Murray. See, people say I rip this guy all the time, but uh, Kyler Murray is going through a rough patch right now. It's a small patch, but it's a rough patch. The Lions, the lowly Lions beat the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, the last four games he's played in, has three touchdowns, five interceptions, a passer rating below 80 and Arizona, since a 7-0 start, is 3-4. and They have a losing record over their last seven games. So what is your advice to Kyler Murray? You're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox. Call early, call often. We'll go through as many calls as we can. And we're giving unsolicited advice to Kyler Murray, who has fallen out of flavor. He was the flavor of the month the first couple months of the season. But right now... Not good at all. So to the phones we go. We'll start out with you on line one. Hello, line one, your advice to Kyler Murray, line one. Listen to this year, your offense will be better. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, not only offense, but Dick and Dayton's football advice. Good offense, good defense, good special teams to win the game. Solid advice. All right, advice to Kyler Murray, line. Dick, sir, they call me. 
Line number two. Hello, line two. How about those Cowboys? Oh, there he is. That's uh, I knew you were going to call in there. I knew it. Our buddy from Oregon loves the, the Cowboys. Line three is next. Advice to Kyler Murray. He is not playing well. Last month, three touchdowns, five interceptions. How about you join the Oakland A's and retire from football? There you go. That's Andrew. Andrew in the Bay Area. He wants Kyler to play Who? second base for the Oakland A's before they move out to Vegas. Uh, let's go to you, line. What's next? Line four. Hello, line four. When can I expect that retraction from that paper in Arizona? Uh, that's a good point. You should contact him. No, no. Supermarket Steve, you should, that'd be a funny bit. Call him up and say, I'd like a retraction. That would be funny. I wonder what they would say. Let's go to line uh, line six is next. Hello, line six. Hi, Ben. How are you? Oh, uh, Thank you. That's uh, Andrea. <laughs> Andrea and Berkeley calling in. Uh, we are giving hey, advice. where are the white women at? Right, right there, apparently, unless that's not true. Uh, Kyler Murray. The fun-sized quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals, small potatoes, they call him, and he's uh, last four games, he's got three touchdowns, five interceptions, passer rating below 80. You crunch the numbers, they're not good. At one point, he was indispensable. Now he's very dispensable. Let's go to line one. You are next, line one. Hello. Number one. Okay, thank you. So yeah, is that a low grade Brian Finley impersonation? I think uh, that did not did not go well there. Let's see who is next. We'll go to line two. Uh, hello, line two. You are next. We're giving advice to Kyler Murray. It's a little advice segment. Hello, line number two. Aaron Rodgers blows. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Relax. Some verbal pugilism there from the schnockered masses feeling a little tipsy at 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369 as we welcome in everybody get the uh, margaritas going hello line number three you are next line three you're on the air go Feliz Navidad Roberto there you go Feliz Navidad Roberto (laughs) Feliz Navidad alright line four is next hello line Four. Let's go, Brandon. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Thank you for that. There is uh, got the uh, the demon drink going. Line six is next. We're giving advice to Kyler Murray. It's the instant advice line. Unscreened radio. The plot thickens. Hello, line five. Ask the Arizona, ask the Arizona Cardinals, what are they paper bags on? All right. Yes. Uh, that, listen, that's Sean the Hood guy with some real talk there. Never heard of him. Absolutely correct on that. Let's go. Let's go back to line one here. Let's jump back to line one here. As we number one, all boozed up and schnockered. Hello, line number one. Advice to Kyler Murray: Say your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother. Okay, sounds <laughs> like Robin brother. Vegas got through uh, somehow. It must be uh, smoking the ayahuasca uh, with Joe Rogan. All right, let's go to you. Uh, line three is next. Hello, line three. Line three, not paying attention. We'll blow up line three. Let's go to line four. Hello, line four. Line four, not paying attention. My God. All right, last call. Coop picked a final call on the instant advice line for Kyler Murray. Line one. Line one, you're on the air. Line one. Quit football and join the Lollipop Guild. There you go. Happy birthday, Roberto. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.